All right, we're live on Monero Talk. Uh, very special guest today, Daniel Krawitz. Uh, I've been following you on Twitter for quite some time. Uh, followed your uh, original blog that you had. Uh, what, what was it called? Satoshi Institute, I believe, or Nakamoto Institute. Um, go ahead. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just uh, w- when you speak, you're somebody I listen to. Can't, can't say I agree with everything you say. And I think you would agree that it's a good thing that I'm not agreeing with everything you say. I, I tr- try to maintain an open mind uh, with everybody I listen to. Uh, but yeah, you're certainly one of the people that uh, I, I listen to very closely. So uh, I'm glad that you were willing to come on the show. And uh, I would just love to have a discussion with you today about Monero in particular. I'm sure we'll talk about other things, but would love to kind of dive into Monero if you're willing to do that and kind of get your opinion on on Monero. Okay, sure. But uh, I don't know that much about Monero. So Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll take it slow. We'll take it A lot slow. of questions. But, well, first of all, thanks for saying about uh, how you've enjoyed um, my my stuff over the years. Um, and uh, I think that it is important to engage with people who have different ideas and uh, the ability to do so ought to be sort of like a, a minimum kind of qualification uh, for um, uh, for for being somebody who's worth talking to. Uh, so I'm excited for for our discussion. Awesome. So I guess what, what how would you introduce yourself? What, what's your uh... What's your role in the in the in the Bitcoin space in the crypto space? How would you uh, describe yourself? Uh, well, uh, I uh, I have uh, been a, a Bitcoin investor for um, for a while, and I have a, 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 I, I first got Bitcoin in two uh, since then, uh, a lot of my um, my my work has been uh, influential in Bitcoin, um, and I have done uh, uh, a blog that was on the Nakamoto Institute, and um, uh, this this was a site that was intended to um, to uh, collect as much of uh, Satoshi's original writings that we could, uh, I, I and my former friends, uh, because um, uh, we knew that uh, what, what he said would need to be scoured carefully and should be easily available. I noticed you uh, said former friends. What, what, uh, what well, do you mean by that? Well, uh, the uh, BTC was was taken over by ideas that are uh, inimicable to the value of Bitcoin, or or so so I believe, and um, so uh, uh, so I had to leave this organization because it was taken over, and. Um, uh a um a consequence of 
of money in networks is clustering. So um, what happened when the coins split was people um, uh, changed how they were connected to one another uh, because we had one, one money that became two effectively. And uh, 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 the, the, the way that different people thought about the, the value of Bitcoin determined um, how they were going to end up clustering with one another. Mm -hmm. So anyway, while that was going on, uh, I had a, a YouTube show called Bitcoin Stuff. And um, um, uh, and um, uh, th this is a show that I uh, designed to try to um, try to talk to people who 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 were able to engage with different ideas and to um, to reject people who had effectively been programmed to uh, to uh, believe in an idea that that wouldn't work so uh, what what I say is that the people who believed in the current um, the current path that that BTC is on uh, are are not imagining something that is capable of functioning in the future and they cannot um, they cannot they cannot win by uh, attempting to control people's thinking which th this is how how i see that this is how i see them behaving and i uh, believe that their uh, their ability to uh, convince people that btc is a good idea has uh, no connection to what kind of economy can actually be productive in the future? So, um, um, uh, anyway, well, while that that was going on, I was doing my show, and so my show was for people who, um, who who wanted to think about uh, different ideas. So. The, the split you're talking about is obviously Bitcoin, the original Bitcoin cash and BTC split um, when there was that split. So did you did you completely move over to Bitcoin cash at that time or you maintained um, did a belief in both or a hedge in both? It sounds like you've completely abandoned BTC at that time. Uh, is that well, the case? so what what I said on my show around then is that um, not not splitting old UTXOs is a position of agnosticism. So if you cannot reason about the future well enough to be able to say what kinds of rules are sustainable in the future, then uh, not splitting your old UTXOs is a good idea. And I call that uh, the Bitcoin index, um, because that's that's what you would have if you didn't split old UTXOs. And so uh, 
I, I will not. So I also said on one episode that the people who, who do split their UTXOs are like, uh, like gladiators and the people who don't are like uh, senators. <laughs> so are you um, a senator or a gladiator? Uh, well, uh, it's, it's better to um, be careful about uh, what, what information you reveal. So um, I, my, my index fund idea is something that's, that's, that's good if you want a position of agnosticism. But if you really do know who is going to win, then you would want to uh, divert, you would want to um, uh, de-diversify from the index fund into it and you would become a, a gladiator when you do that. But I'm uh, I'm not going to say uh, um, how uh, how uh, uh, how my my own position relates uh, to these. We should talk about we should talk about investment strategy in terms of um, how how to apportion portfolios to beliefs. That's that's better than talking about um what what our own portfolio looks like mm. but why i've heard you say this in the past but isn't this a perfect uh, opportunity for people to literally put their money where their mouth is and to kind of kind of show what they actually mean by showing what they actually own uh well uh, i think that um in in bitcoin uh we can have a um uh, a partially inverted hash that uh, demonstrates uh, opportunity cost better than portfolio. So, um, uh, so, so I think that uh, people should put their their money where, um, or they should put their their energy where their mouth is, and uh, you should apportion opportunity costs that are are easier to um to evaluate because an investment in in bitcoin that's f that's future oriented and in order to assess uh the value of bitcoin you need to integrate information um from about the whole economy so if if i say that i uh i uh i spent bitcoins on something that doesn't um that doesn't mean the same thing as saying that I spent energy on something. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm fairly certain you you believe uh, that there's going to be kind of one coin to rule them all. Um, what is what is your your thesis uh, on which, if that is the case, on which one would ultimately win and why? And has that thesis evolved, or has it essentially remained the same, and just everything around you has kind of you know the, the 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 space itself has been evolving, but has your thesis evolved as well? And what is the thesis today? Yeah, well, I mean, everybody learns over time. So, um, like I, I've always seen uh, Bitcoin. Well, e every form of money is a a cooperative unit, and uh, the the competition between different forms of money is zero sum. Uh, because 
the value of the money has to do with the size of the network that it puts you in. Um, and so if you have a, like roughly equal sized monetary networks and one of them becomes slightly bigger, then that one has an advantage that only gets bigger as more people switch over. So, um, uh, so, um, uh, <clears throat> so that's my, um, my argument for why there should be, uh, just, well, why there, there will ultimately be just one coin and the, um, the, the, the value of these coins, or at least what the, the way, the way that they compete is through an, their ability to create value. So they have to um, be able to um, draw new people in with greater value consistently in order to succeed. Because they're always in competition with, with other forms of money. Um, so the, um, the, the key to succeeding in the zero-sum competition is to find the best other cooperators. And what, what I think we've seen in the, the whole crypto space is lots of people who are not really thinking uh, about what is better cooperation. And when, when they see it, they do not uh, recognize it because they don't know that that's what they should be looking for. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you so you have, um, so, uh, well, anyway, I, I think that uh, this is what has been happening in BSV. And uh, I don't think that the other, that the other, that the people in the other coins really understand that, uh, that this is what they're supposed to be doing. And um, I think that uh, people have been, uh, been calling BSV a, a scam when really they're, they just don't understand what is, better about it um and but uh to to me bsv is capable of consistently producing value more than competing monetary units which means that ultimately we we, we won't have any any other ones mm -hmm. and um like in the past, we've had these splits in Bitcoin, but the people who have been thinking about cooperation, who, who have found each other in BSV, are, are conscious of the way that splitting reduces value in, in monetary units. So 
they're not going to do that anymore. What, what they're going to do instead is consistently produce better value than the other monetary units hmm. because they've learned how to maximally leverage one another. Okay, well, what I'm hearing from you is basically that the the underlying thesis is that the coin that, that will win is the one that will ha essentially uh, be the most conducive to the greatest network effect and that will ha achieve, obviously, the greatest network effect. But why? I mean, what what differentiates Bitcoin? As I know what differentiates... Min I have my thesis and I know what I believe differentiates Monero from the other coins. But uh, I'm not understanding why you believe how you're choosing one coin over the other. What why Bitcoin SV? What does it have? What characteristics does it have that will allow it to achieve network effect uh, more effectively than any of the other coins? Uh, it has more people who are better at leveraging one another's value. So, so it has, those it has the, those better people using it, but how about the, but why, why is it, ha is it something about the technology that allows it to have that? Or it's just that those people happen yeah, to be working the, on that. The, the, um, um, <clears throat> excuse me. The, uh, the reason, the reason that Bitcoin, well, all, all monetary units are forms of cooperation. So um, the, the monetary unit that is, is better is the one that better enables cooperation. So um, uh, the, the better, the people who are better at leveraging one another's ideas better understand what makes money valuable. So, um, what will happen in um, in BSV is that more uses will be constructed more quickly because uh, uh, more more people are leveraging one another's uh, work. So you have a a more a more productive economy in BSV. And so the reason that Bitcoin is, um, is a good idea is um, the, well, Bitcoin is a solution to the, the Byzantine generals problem, right? So what, what that means or what that should, what that should mean, the, the valuable version of that idea is that everybody on earth is a Byzantine general. Okay, it's, so everybody can act independently, and the the money will still be consistent across the entire world. And um, the Bitcoin solution is to use big blocks, um, uh, because that that is going to be the uh, um the the uh th that that's the the way to to maximally uh to process the maximal amount of information 
And um, but doesn't doesn't big blocks potentially reduce the ability of one CPU one vote by uh, causing centralization? Uh, it becomes more difficult for people to run full nodes. Uh, mining networks themselves may tend to centralize. How is that leading to leading us to to which I assume you're saying we should get to right? Is one person one CPU one vote? Is that is that is that the equivalent of what you're saying here? Where every you're saying where you know Byzantine general problem being solved. We're all we're all Byzantine generals uh, by us by all I mean every you know one CPU one vote. Is that is that what you're saying? That's the ult- ultimate goal. Uh, n- no. I mean, I think that we should use ASIC machines. We shouldn't do CPU mining. I mean, All right, one, one unit, one vote, one person, one vote. Is that fair? Uh, uh. Well, I mean, it's it's ultimately about the ability to transform energy into partially inverted hashes. So it's about amounts of energy that uh, you are able to consistently throw away. Right, but we're, you say the, the breakthrough is the Byzantine general problem has been solved, right? And then to... to no, oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean just making transactions. That's, mm-hmm. that's what you get with, with Bitcoin. So everybody on Earth is a Byzantine general because they're making transactions and there, aren't, there, there isn't a double spending problem. That's, that's what we get with, with uh, big blocks. And when we don't have big blocks... When we try to, uh, you you don't you do not have a solution to the Byzantine generals problem that is capable of incorporating all people so that they can all act independently with some different uh, network topology. So we we want to have all the people be able to make transactions very easily. That's what makes them Byzantine generals. They, they get to make transactions and they don't have to worry about it. They're, okay. they're able to act independently of one another. On the, on the core protocol level as opposed to using something like Lightning Network that could arguably achieve that on another layer. So you're well, saying for- no, the Lightning, Netwo- the Lightning Network does not improve upon Bitcoin with small blocks. It's the it's the part with the proof of work that is the solution to the Byzantine generals problem. Then the Lightning Network is not a solution to the Byzantine generals problem. Okay. So every I agree. time, totally every, agree. Okay, so it doesn't add anything. I get you. So so that's your thesis then. So now I'm, I'm so the 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 essentially the the coin or the the protocol that has solved the Byzantine general problem and done it in a way in which anybody can opt in and benefit from that is, yeah. the, is the one that you think is is the best, is the winner. And you think Bitcoin SV is the one that is has achieved that? Yeah. Okay. How about, so how about these other elements? Um, obviously, me being a Monero, I'll just quickly tell you my, my thesis. So my thesis is digital cash. Uh, so maybe just kind of a slightly different way at looking at 
looking at it. Um, I assume you would say that as well. You you think that that allows Bitcoin SV to act as digital cash in the in the purest form compared to any of the others. Um, but if I I I believe. Bitcoin, the invention of Bitcoin, the purpose of Bitcoin was the creation of digital cash. And that was the breakthrough. Byzantine's general, pro solving the Byzantine's general problem allows, allows for that. But then other elements of digital cash are that every unit should equal every other unit. Every, you know, every atom of gold equals every other atom of gold. Uh, theoretically, every US dollar equals every other US dollar. Uh, you know, so how about those elements? Does where 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 do you stand on that? Obviously, I believe Monero does that well. Uh, it's it's focusing on being fungible. Do you think fungibility is a requirement? And do you think Bitcoin SV achieves fungibility? What's your what's your opinion there? Well, I think that um, uh, um hypothetically people uh may have preferences about which coins they accept based on uh the the history of those coins and given that uh information about the history of the the bitcoins is public people can potentially have preferences that have to do with that that history and that would make bitcoin not fungible but realistically um the value of money is um it's it's a future oriented idea um so if you're if you have preferences about the past of the money that's um that's that's not really how uh that's not really how you should be thinking about money uh the the value of the money is about um the the future productivity of the economy and people don't really have a very good reason to worry about um the the past i would say uh unless that money was uh, was stolen, in which case, then then I think they would have a preference uh, about whether they were they were going to accept it, because uh, then they would um, uh, you know they would they would want it to be returned to uh, its rightful owner instead so i think that that's what what bitcoin gives us it gives us uh money that that is it's it's easy to uh turn to its original it gets stolen but other ways people would want to think about it in a story and to when they're you're, you're um it just said it ahead, you're, yeah, you're, just said there was a network problem but yeah i think people would just want to think about bitcoin in terms of the future 
and they're they're not going to be worried about having preferences about the past of Bitcoin. So you don't you don't think the the uh, the protocol would be more efficient or ideally efficient if every unit equals every other unit? You're you're okay with uh, ethics being being able to essentially disrupt the transfer of value instead well, of just, I, instead of just using it as a tool like you when I, with gold gold you know if i give you gold uh you, there's no there's no history attached to that i could very easily erase the history attached to any any piece of gold by whatever melting it down gold is very very fluid in that respect one unit equals one unit you don't you don't think that's uh, of uh, a necessity for for money. In fact, you think you should be able to reverse transactions or see or be able to have an ethical influence on the protocol. Well, I think because that... you said stolen, but I mean define stolen. What what is it? Who stole what from who? Who was right? Who was wrong? Who owned? You know, like that's there's a, there's a lot of implications there. I mean. May, you know what you what you call stolen somebody else may not consider stolen there's no you know there's a lot now you're start getting into uh these arguments of trying to determine the ethics behind people's transactions um so uh well well um well first of all i mean i i think that all units of bitcoin are equal from pr practically speaking because people don't it doesn't it doesn't make much sense to worry about uh the the differences between the different coins as as far as their history goes because once uh once you have them then it, then you have you get the same thing uh no matter where you got them from Right as far as far as the future of the network goes, as far as far as um, uh, um, uh, as far as how how the network works, um, and and um, ethics is about um, reciprocity. So um, uh, people can have uh, different ways of being reciprocal with one another and those those different um patterns can be more or less conducive to producing value so um um so if like to to me the what what bitcoin gets you with the um, um, with the, the 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 traceability, is it it gets you a coin that's stupid to steal, and uh, that's a lot better than having a coin that isn't stupid to steal. And as far as the the definition of stealing, um. Well, uh, yes, there, there are instances when I think uh, people uh, do not do not uh, have uh, a very good idea about uh, what what is stealing, and I would I would disagree with 
um, with uh, what what some people think it is stealing, right? Because I think that um, uh, taxation is not something that people pay voluntarily for services. Um, so, uh, uh, the, you know, the only thing I, I can say is you have to choose from what options are available and it's, um, uh, uh, so t to me, like what, uh, I, I, to me, a, a coin that's sort of built, built the way BSV is is ideal, and we may we may have to argue about uh, what what legal system is going to be uh, the best possible one going forward. But like I I wouldn't want to trade that for a coin that that isn't traceable, because to me that that is a coin that isn't stupid to steal. So you see the traceability as a feature. Yeah. It, I think that it's so, a way so that... You, so you think gold would be better if it was traceable? Well, no. I think that, that uh, all, all things... Money. It would have been adopted as money in such a way it has been if it was... If there was a traceable version of gold and uh, gold as we know it, the traceable version of gold would have been superior today to the untraceable version. Well, it, it would be harder to uh, get away with uh, with killing somebody to get their gold. So, yeah, to me that would promote civilization more quickly. And that and that gold would have would have ultimately beat out what we know as gold today. It would be your theory. Um, well, uh, I think that, um, I, I would have to look at that situation on an individual basis. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about what, what I see happening like in, in the world now. Um, I, I don't, I don't claim to be saying what I think would happen if, uh, every in every possible circumstance for what what forms of money might win out but yeah to me traceability is a feature and it's something that um people would want to provide one another with if they wanted to be the best cooperators um so, uh, well wait a minute now let me say something about um anonymity in Monero because well I mean there's a there's there's a, a big difference between uh, a, a good that is um, innately um, uh, incapable of being traced like the, the uh, like uh, the, the elements right like gold um, because every atom of gold is identical to every other one. Um, so because of its composition, you, you can't uh, 
easily well you don't you don't naturally have preferences about the history of gold you would have to uh, ensure that s such a history existed before you were, would be capable of having such preferences um, um and uh, you know there was a those are those are two different things that historically happened uh, were, were unrelated to one another um or uh, didn't didn't have to happen at the same pace but uh when when they're linked together then um um uh, then then you have a system that is better for cooperation than earlier forms of money and that that's what money is about to me because when when people are well so um you have to uh um uh you have to use use a protocol to become anonymous online because um uh, as opposed to the uh the atoms of of gold right they're they're the same naturally okay but in a computer network people are not naturally the same they naturally leave records so uh in order to replicate the uh appearance of uh not not having a history they need to go through a protocol so uh there's a big difference in the the ethical responsibility of uh, achieving uh, this loss of history through um, voluntarily engaging in this protocol as opposed to just having something which naturally does not leave records right because in the one case you're you are right. right right but i so i would i would see that being applied to people using bitcoin mixers to mix bitcoin I, that, that's that was, that's correct right. no but i would for, say but that. for monero it's it's default it's by default it's innately private and anonymous there is no you can you, instead you're putting energy you could put energy in to 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 show your transactions you can reveal them uh you know through a view key but every by default it's it's anonymous so there's no there is no extra steps it is the argument is that it is mimicking gold in that way i could see well, what you're saying you know applying that logic to bitcoin and yes if you're mixing it sure and i do see i agree i do see that as an issue but if there's one of these protocols is actually default uh you know uh, anonymous yeah, i okay. i'm sorry i disagree you have to run monero on your computer in order to use monero so you're running the protocol and now correct me if my if, if i'm wrong but the monero is is built on mixing it's just so there's um uh it, 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 that's just what people naturally do right 
it's people I mean, naturally you, use you, 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 a, a mixing service to you, run Monero, right? It's not a mixing service. It's built into the protocol well, itself. But it's it is mixing. Like that's that's what it does. I mean, is that right? Right, but that that that's I mean, that's like criticizing, you know, Bitcoin obviously exists with computers and using programming, right? There's it's I mean, Bitcoin itself is an innate, right? It was created by us. It runs on computers. It's software. So you're saying because the software includes a few extra lines of code that that helps it that allows every unit to equal every other unit. Now you're kind of crossing these ethical. It's no longer innately uh, anonymous. Like I, I'm not really understanding on the distinction there. Between... Well, the distinction is the uh, the ethical responsibility of Monero versus gold, because with Monero you are um, creating uh, anonymity for other people. So you have uh, you are are both the recipient and the provider of any anonymity service. If you if you use it, you're also a provider of of the service for Monero. For ev any for any anonymity service, it's not an anonymity service. It's a digital cash service, just like Bitcoin is. Oh, okay. Uh, ha uh, well, would you? Would, uh, so, uh, are you saying that Monero is not anonymous? No, I'm saying it. It that's one of its features, which makes it good digital cash. Oh, okay. Well, it's also an anon an anonymizing service. So, but I'm just talking about anonymity services in general. Uh, you're in order to have any anonymity protocol, you're a you're a provider if you're a recipient. So, it's a, anonymity is a group of people providing a service to one another. Okay, I, I I mean I I see the the are I feel, I feel like that's a very, uh, it's an interesting. I don't really understand the the purpose of that argument and what what that achieves. So like I don't really get. I'm it, not it, to, I'm not totally following your logic. Well, it it means it it means that everyone who provided anonymity has the responsibility of an anonymity service provider. So if you want your anonymity service to be good, uh, you have to ensure that it's good. There's, there is a, uh, there is a, an ethical responsibility for providing the service. And that's different from with gold because you're not providing the service by having gold. Okay. And that, that's under the premise that you think anonymity is bad it's not it's it shouldn't be a feature of, of cash of digital cash no it's no it's just a fact of anonymity so it's neither good nor bad i'm just saying if you are a anonymity if you used an anonymity service you are also necessarily a provider of that service so that's not okay. good or bad that's just that's just a necessary fact about every possible anonymity service. Okay. 
Now, so what if, what if Monero functioned in a different way um, where it wasn't so much about the individuals using it, uh, but just, you know, even if two users were using it, it was equally as anonymous. Would that also be, you know, less analogous to gold? Uh, or now you're... Now no, you're... because you get the anonymity services worse the smaller it is. You want it to be bigger. If it's if it's going to be a good service, it needs no, to I'm be saying, bigger. Well, theoretically, there are only two people using it. You don't know who those two people are, but you can't detect them. Oh, no. Well, but you do know who they are. You just don't know which one of them is doing which action as a Monero user. Okay. Let, let, let's, 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 let's focus on something else. Um, okay. Just, just cause um, I think we're, we're going down a weird line of uh, logic here. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that you're responsible to ensure that your service is a, a good one. If you have used an anonymity service, but I don't think if you're that, defining Monero as an anonymity service, which no, is... well, uh, that was always my understanding of it. But you agree that it includes an anonymizer. I I I believe Monero is fungible digital cash. Okay, and and to be fungible, to have digital cash work as digital cash, and to be fungible at the protocol level. There needs to be a way of uh, allowing or enforcing that every unit equals every other unit. Whatever methods are used doesn't really matter, but that's okay. the that's the goal that's achieved with Monero. With Bitcoin, as you agree, that goal isn't achieved. Every unit doesn't equal every other. Well, you think you think. They do, but practically they don't. We agree that practically they don't, right? Because obviously you can blacklist coins. So practically speaking, in Bitcoin, every unit does not equal every other unit. But you don't ultimately see that as a flaw. You see that as something beneficial to the technology. Well, it's beneficial because of what it enables cooperators to get from one another. So, right. Like, so that's under that's under the premise that the whole purpose of this is a co a, a tool for cooperation. That, um, yeah, that's that's what right. money is. Well, it's money is value transfer, right? Well, but every everybody you're, who is you're, using... you're assuming a lot. You're trying to boil it down deeper than what deeper than value transfer. Well, but money I mean... is for for transferring value. Well. Yeah, but where does that value come from? People attribute value to it, and then they use it to transfer it. Okay, well, what is the reason that someone would sustainably be able to hold a form of money in their portfolios without going broke? What do you mean? What? Well, the reason things maintain their prices over time is because they're producing some some kind of they're producing something that enables the people with it to be more sustainable right um so like a a stock um if the company is good it'll produce dividends so 
that's why you would want to hold the stock. So you have to think about why somebody would want to hold money and what would make a form of money something that would be a a long a a long lived part of his portfolio. Like see something that he could keep in there um without having to uh, worry about it and it wouldn't lead to his ruin over a long period of time see what factors about money enable it because that's what you're calling yeah, value that, right that would be that's, people's okay, belief you can't just say value that's a big thing sure. okay you have to understand why things are valuable because there isn't sure a, there isn't just them. no because people who value them incorrectly right we attribute value but people who value them incorrectly eventually don't have any more money right so they get they they fall out of the market over time so you have to value it correctly in order to stay in the market so what i'm saying is what factors what is the value of money that is uh making it something that's enabling the person holding it to stay uh, a part of the market rather than being thrown out with uh, as a pauper. You see what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's just people attributing value to it, and they, they are attributing value to it because they believe it's a technology that uh, is useful for attributing value uh, for essentially transferring and storing value. Gold has value because people think it's one of the more ideal ways for storing and transferring value. It doesn't just randomly have value. It's because it has certain characteristics that make it good for that purpose. Bitcoin, same thing. Monero, I think potentially even better, which is ultimately my thesis. The one that, that will win is the one that has the best characteristics for storing and transferring value. Do you think do you think Bitcoin has an innate value? Obviously no, there's a No, the value of every form of money is the other people. Right, agreeing, all agreeing that the thing has value. Yeah, but why but, do they agree? Right. Because the thing has certain characteristics that make it good for that purpose and that use case. We don't all agree feathers have value. I, I No, I don't think that that's what's true. B. I think that a good reason that people agree that something is money is that everybody else agrees that it's money. 100%. But there's a reason why everybody agrees that, agrees to that. Well, there's, it's there's... because of what they agreed upon in the previous day. No, it's the properties of the money are... Um, potentially a reason for for its value but ultimately you have to uh ultimately it is about how the people cooperate with one another using the monetary good because they're the ones who are really producing stuff and if there isn't stuff that's produced that is going to be offered in exchange for the coin then it's not uh, not valuable. So 
money is about how it enables people to cooperate with one another. Right. That's that's a use case for money. No, no that is no, that is what it is. It doesn't have another use case. That's what it is. It's a form of cooperation. It's a form of communication. Yeah, and the reason people communicate about money is because they benefit from having the shared idea of money. Sure, but you agree that that there's a the, the fact that gold became gold isn't random, right? There's there's some elements to gold that allowed that to become the thing that humans have this shared vision for as being useful as money. Or do oh, you think sure. it's random? Well, that's that's a big that's a big point. Yeah. Well, uh, no, I mean, gold gold is a good money. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I don't think it's absolutely necessary that people would have used gold as money, but it it's yeah not, it seems it seems it's, it's, yeah it seems like a a good a good choice. Definitely by by many measures, right? I mean, other, yeah. like, okay, so same same logic should apply to these digital versions of it, right? We, I mean, same same logic, but like you still have to think about how how the coins enable cooperation, and just because something is similar to something about gold doesn't mean that that's better for cooperation okay so when when do well i get uh, many questions i guess so, so, let's if you don't mind if you jump around a little bit here if cypherpunk crypto anarchists they they will they will tell you uh or the you know the idea is that bitcoin was invented for this purpose of being able to transfer value digitally over the internet without censorship um do you agree with the cypherpunk or crypto anarchist ideals is that something that you agree with because they would then also talk about the need for anonymity and privacy do you share these these values or have you ever and do you no longer what's your what's your opinion there sure well i mean um uh, there, there are many strands of of libertarianism, and uh, I think it's it's worthwhile to uh, learn about um, uh, lots of different ones. And so I, I wouldn't. I mean, I think that um, uh, I think that people are going to be wanting to look for sources of of inspiration. Right, so I think I wouldn't want to say don't go back and read the cypherpunks because you know they had some uh, some interesting ideas, but I I think that what we've seen uh, as far as how the cypherpunks treated Bitcoin, uh, at least the ones the ones that I know about, uh, and I, I think looking back on them, they they never had the right idea about money and when when they saw something that was a lot better than what they could uh come up with uh they didn't understand it and they they tried to uh 
to turn it into something else, something that was closer to their idea of money. Um, well, was Satoshi Nakamoto, whatever, or whoever, or whatever entity that is, was he, is he a cypherpunk, a crypto anarchist? Well, he was certainly familiar with the cypherpunks. So, I mean, yeah, if you, I, to me, to me, I, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, the, the, the Bitcoin, uh, white paper could be, uh, could be seen as a cypherpunk idea, but it's, it's very different from earlier forms of digital cash that were being talked about by the cypherpunks and, uh, like it's a it's a, a different idea about what money is from what they were thinking. So uh, how is how how so? Isn't it just that they didn't solve the Byzantine generals' problem? I don't think it was, or they actually thought money should be different. What what's? I'll explain that to me. I'm missing that. Uh, the the earlier um, the earlier ideas like Bitgold and a reusable proof of work are based on the labor theory of value because they all assume they their attempts to make digital collectibles so you have to read um shelling out by nick zabo to understand what a collectible is but basically the idea is that a, a form of money can exist that um, has um, uh, uh, the, the reason it's scarce is that people put uh, work into it. So, for example, wampum uh, originally comes from shells, but the shells aren't, aren't wampum until they are, um, they're, they're shaped into beads, and that takes at work and that's um uh, and to me that seems like a perfectly legitimate application of the handicap principle uh but the um the early cypherpunks wanted to uh, carry they were trying to invent kind of an an analogy with with this thing um because uh they they would say you would do you would do proof of work and uh, then there would be some some means of determining uh, how many units of coins had been created based on the work, uh, and so they're thinking about these digital coins like they're collectibles. Like you do work, and then you get a coin, and um, uh, um. But they weren't. Uh, they they were not actually thinking about creating something that is more valuable for other people. And remember, in order to win, a new form of money has to consistently create more value because it has to be better and better uh, for for new people as it gets bigger. Um. They, they were not thinking like that. They were thinking like the value is created by doing the work. And to me, like that is the labor theory of value. 
Um, and what I think we've seen uh, since uh, since Bitcoin came out is the old cypherpunks have been acting a lot like communists, and they've been acting like they uh, they know what what is right and they are uh, willing to um uh to gain gain influence by uh by means that um uh, that you, you wouldn't you wouldn't think uh prove that they uh, are are genuinely working in in the interests of of bitcoin and uh they um have wanted to um, uh, gain influence over Bitcoin so that they could um, be like uh, philosopher kings of Bitcoin. They, they were not thinking about a coin as being like an economy that needs to um, uh, be related to production in some way. Because what, what they did to Bitcoin made it very difficult for people who actually understood it to get very much done, uh, you know, making, making new uh, usages or more making new, new stuff for Bitcoin, you know, making Bitcoin more valuable. The, the people who understood how to do that were being uh, interfered with by the old cypherpunks in a way that is exactly like um uh uh like the way that that communists uh interfere with the economy by making orders but um, i mean is, isn't everybody interfere i mean uh craig wright is isn't how is he how is he not acting as a communist or even a despot or a, a leader of of a of a project he's a he's a byzantine general just like everybody right but so why isn't what what would the criticisms that you're giving uh you know bitcoin core and these guys why don't they not also apply to somebody like craig wright craig wright the same criticisms uh because uh we, we in bsv we're all just going for the the way the, you know the the way of producing value see we've we we know what the right rules are so we're just going to do that and uh so uh yes what oh, every time you have a um a plan to change the protocol that is central planning and uh it has the costs of central planning just like from uh, ludwig von mises the socialist calculation stuff every time you change the rules that interferes with people who uh, could be doing something uh, you know making Bitcoin more valuable right um, uh, so we have had a, a problem in BSV uh, in the, in the sense that we've had to focus on conceptual work a lot uh, recently because uh, uh, like a lot of the stuff that I want to do isn't going to be available until uh, February. But after that, then uh, 
so we, so we do have to endure the costs of central planning in BSV, but those costs are are weighted against uh, the benefits in a way that is, you know, somewhat rational, and that's unlike what was going on in BTC, where the idea of having a productive economy had nothing to do with. Uh, any of the um, the Bitcoin core decisions, but I mean, even if Bitcoin SV um, early days of Bitcoin, weren't there even changes made to the protocol that Satoshi himself did in the early days? Or, or were you, I mean, are you you totally against any changes being made to the protocol? Uh, why were no, those changes okay? But at what point are changes no longer okay? Uh, well, uh, nobody, nobody, nobody understood Bitcoin perfectly, not even Satoshi. And uh, I, I, I don't think that I have to have. Uh, I, I, no, I mean I can't go over every single rule change of Bitcoin. I mean what. What is important is what what genuinely produces value, and so um, what what we have with uh, with Bitcoin with big blocks is a way for um, for lots of people to all produce value for one another they can maximally leverage the, the cooperation of the other Bitcoiners. So um, uh, potentially there is some rule change that we could make that would, uh, that would Im improve the, um, the ability of Bitcoiners to cooperate. But as the economy grows uh, uh, like it becomes uh, um, more more difficult to um, for everybody to think together about rule changes and there's sort of more that is being lost right so what what we what we want to do is figure out what the correct rules are uh, a as soon as possible or get you know the best possible approximation, and then, then we've got to go. Then, then nobody will be able to change the rules anymore. Although, potentially, if somebody did figure out something, you know, you might be able to do with some kind of fork of Bitcoin eventually. But that would just be about. That would still be about producing more value. And so there would have to be something about the rule that enabled uh, the miners to bring in slightly more energy over time than the, uh, the, the people following the first set of rules are. But um, it's, it's, about, it's about ability to bring energy into the system. And every time there's a rule change, that sort of that, that means the, the energy intake is stopped, and um, you know 
that's a time when other coins can try to intake energy. So it's it's really bad to have rule changes because that's bad for for competition, right? So um, once uh, like uh, the um, uh, I, I'm 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 unaware of any any rule changes that that we need uh, after February, uh, but to me the real value and but there may there may may be one that's better, and if there is something like that that would I would like for people to figure it out, but um, the real creativity of bitcoin the real um uh what what people really need to be thinking about is how to improve the bitcoin economy not about uh what what rules might make bitcoin better uh uh like uh, i mean i would say that what what we have in bsv seems to me like it's basically optimal. Like I don't, I, I to me it's working very well. I don't, I don't think that there's uh, any reason to believe that we would need to change the rules. See what I mean? I, I, I don't. Like it's just, it's just better not to. It's better to focus on um, what you, what you can get when there's stability. Yeah, I mean my argument or my opinion on that is that I, I do think the rules need to be changed until you achieve the point of digital cash. I don't think out of the box uh, when Satoshi uh, create, like you said, he didn't know everything. We didn't know everything at that time. Obviously when Bitcoin was created uh, it wasn't, it wasn't digital cash at that moment and that it needed to evolve. It needs to evolve. And then once it achieves that, then the protocol can solidify and uh, maintain itself as digital cash. Before before I get your response to that, I just want to quickly, if you don't mind, um, we just we have a sponsor on the show, and it's Cake Wallet. I just want to uh, thank Cake Wallet, and uh, I, I the reason why Cake Wallet is our sponsor is because it's the wallet that we recommend, the iOS wallet that we recommend for anybody that's using Monero. It's open source. You hold your own keys. Uh, it's vetted by the community. Uh, so Cake Wallet, I just need to include that in the show. Um, but yeah, if we if we go back um, to, do you have a response to that to that that analysis? So the idea being that changes to the protocol are okay to do if you're if you're striving to achieve digital cash, and then once you achieve that then you can ossify uh well i would say that you should maximize value so you shouldn't be limited in your imagination of what cash is because to me you would you you if you want to maximize value you want to find the rules that maximally enable people to leverage one another's cooperation and uh so digital cash is something that that bitcoin is but um it's uh 
like it, it, it's it's not equivalent to cash it's it's better than cash it it's something um you know beyond uh beyond what we've had as money before and digital cash is at best a a a metaphor bitcoin is really a new um like a, it's the uh the rules of of bitcoin uh are are a kind of cash but there's a lot more to them than that mm -hmm. but you agree that at it, at its birth it wasn't it wasn't uh perfected yet it still needed to evolve and change yeah but now you you think it no longer needs to evolve and change yeah well i hope not okay. well i'm as far as the rules go but everything else does need to evolve and change the the bitcoin is like the overarching order so we, we want to get that right and then everything inside it is always changing i gotta say i mean i i, I personally do not want to live in a world where uh bitcoin or bitcoin sv is the the dominant uh ledger that we're all using where all transactions are essentially perfectly traceable uh that sounds like a dystopia to me not a, a far from a utopia um you don't have you don't you don't I, I, obviously you see the tra uh, the the transparency as a feature. I mean, how about you personally? You know, using Bitcoin, using uh, you know these digital currencies, you're you're okay with potentially everybody seeing your transactions, or potentially knowing how much you have and uh, how much you're sending to people. Is that something you're okay with? Uh, well, I don't think that you actually need to reveal that kind of information in bitcoin if right, but you given, use given it the, correctly. Given the tech right if you use it correctly but given the technologies isn't it quite easy for that to be the case given the amount of uh uh incentive that large companies have governments have in knowing it and giving the the fact that bitcoin is fundamentally transparent that that is it's it's naturally something that will will happen unless you do everything correctly well um i think that um ethics is based on reciprocity so um you should think about um what what we can see about uh corporations and governments that use bitcoin and um when when they use bitcoin they will also have to follow the rules and leave records that are um potentially leave information but i think that as um bitcoin evolves people will learn to use it better because that will be built into the software more um but uh, how how will it be built into the software more uh well i i well i'm i'm sorry i i don't think that i can explain it in any more detail than that i mean if there are well, any, like, example, any practice examples of like what? the way the way that the wallet is uh created in in the software 
it has it has rules that uh, make it more more difficult for people to identify what it is from what it puts in in the blockchain. I mean, I don't. Things I mean, like, I, like things like Wasabi Wallet, like those type of thing. I'm just trying to understand what exactly you mean by that. Oh well, like you could, um, uh, you can keep funds in, um, in like in different, uh, in different, uh, different accounts, right? Like you can have um, uh, different, uh, different accounts that that your wallet allows you to um, spend from in a. a a way that lets lets you coordinate it how you want, but then it would leave different uh, different transactions in the blockchain. All right. So, but isn't that back to the same ethical implications we talked about, where you're trying to actively mix coins? Obviously, you're not talking about mixing, but same idea. You're trying to do so actively, uh, you know, use it in such a way, use the software in such a way where you're now uh, concealing your transactions. Yeah, but but I think that you so you, you have to think. The, well, I the, think that you have to think about the the ethics of any any protocol that you engage in, and uh, um. So, like the mere fact that I'm engaging in a protocol with lots of people that that doesn't mean that I think that there is a. Uh, an, an ethical problem with it inherently because with with bitcoin you still it's still not good to steal it because um um at at any point people who were stolen from can reveal which records are theirs and show um uh show you know to to someone who uh to 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 someone they choose, they they can show them that uh, um, uh, that they they were stolen from because they can uh, find they can point to the uh, the transaction that moved coins out of their wallet, um, and that is uh, uh, so the 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 information about how everything relates to one another can be reconstructed. It's just that there's more, more private information that's necessary to reconstruct it. And uh, people can uh, reveal this information strategically for um, uh, when, when they want to to show other people what they know about traceability. Hmm. I'm just, yeah, I, I'm just I'm just seeing some hypocrisy there, though. I mean, I, I just could just because I'm not fully understanding you, but I feel like you're you're walking a very narrow line there. Uh, you know, because thirty minutes ago we were talking about how you know uh, you sh the protocol shouldn't be actively obfuscating transactions but now you're saying bitcoin will evolve to eventually do that using the wallets that you use and i'm well, just not saying i'm not seeing the difference there okay well what okay what what you said is that 
using Bitcoin potentially um, um, uh, reveals the amount of coins that I have. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I am saying is that it, it doesn't it doesn't need to reveal that information to everybody. Um, uh, but if if I wanted to uh, um, prove to people that uh, that I owned coins, I could still prove where everything I had traced from. You could go back to different identities and uh, if if they wanted to show you, they could show you what what they know about where their money came from, mm -hmm. right? So um, uh, we don't have to reveal uh, information about about how much we have, but that's uh, that's that's different from uh, uh, preventing history from being reconstructed. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So uh, along these these same lines, so if you know the fact that Bitcoin does have this this uh, feature of transparency and everything's uh, saved in the ledger and can can be transparently viewed. Um, Craig Wright, uh, I don't know if you have opinions there, but I, I personally didn't follow it too closely. But why, why didn't he just prove that he, you know, because he, he made the argument that, you know, he is Satoshi or whatever and he controls certain keys. Why didn't he just use Bitcoin's features to prove that? Um, he, well, very easily have done that. Well, I think that he wanted people to, um, he, he was looking for people who, who were were looking for a good economy? You see what I mean. I, I think that he didn't want people to flock to him because they believed he was Satoshi. But then uh, why was he calling himself Satoshi? Why? Oh, uh, he was just he was he was he was telling some people um, that he knew. He was telling people that he chose that that he was Satoshi but eventually uh he was outed by a um a, a magazine article so um the originally i i think that the uh the Satoshi thing may have been uh outside of his control but as to why he doesn't want to sign keys um i think that he uh he 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 believes in in what i just talked about in keeping private information private and revealing it only to people that you want to reveal it to and someone who is saying that he needs to um prove that he has keys that just doesn't mean anything. And uh, there's no particular reason to, uh, to comply with, with the, requ the request to uh, 
prove that he has keys because what he wants is people who want a a bigger economy right mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't I mean, want I, I know for me from a personal level and I, i'm sure many others agree to me that it, it would have a much greater effect if he actually proved that he was satoshi i would be more inclined to then look at bitcoin sv seriously and use it and use it as uh, I, I, would, I would see that I would believe the economy of Bitcoin SV w- would grow because now well, there, there wouldn't be this doubt that it's run by, uh, you know, a scammer, um, so to speak. Now you'd be like, wow, it's actually run by somebody who may actually be Satoshi, given the fact that he controls Satoshi's keys. So wasn't that a more logical way of going about it? Um, no, because, well, we had a big problem in Bitcoin before with people rushing in who didn't understand it very well and who caused a lot of trouble. So, um, so I think that Craig didn't want to maximize, uh, uh, um, I think that he, he didn't want to advertise BSV as something that would be attractive to everybody. I think that he wanted to attract people who actually wanted to be productive in Bitcoin and who are not that interested in who Satoshi is, who just uh, see the value of Bitcoin. See, and in order to realize that value, you need to find the other cooperators and uh, leverage what they have to offer. So to me, this Satoshi thing, um, whether, whether he's Satoshi it is a distraction from what, what I was interested because I, I have always been interested in finding the other cooperators right because i've always seen money as a form of cooperation so that's that's how how you leverage that value so how how do you measure the i mean i i think the monero community has many cooperators the community works very well together uh we have skepticism sundays where we, we where everybody self-criticizes monero the community is very open to newcomers it's open to criticism it's uh, realizes it's it's not perfect and tries to work together to achieve a common goal. How do you then measure a community like that against a community like Bitcoin SV and say that one is is doing a better job at uh, bringing in uh, people that want to build an economy? I mean, the one indicator you could look at is price, and obviously, if you're looking at price. Bitcoin SV is is failing against Bitcoin Core. Uh, so what? How do you measure this? What what indicator are you using to to actually make this measurement and determination that Bitcoin SV is achieving this goal of bringing in people that want to build an economy? Um, well, uh, investment is about uh, foreknowledge, so you can never prove that you really know the future when you when you make an investment so um, 
what what I'm talking about is what uh, is the the future that I foresee. So you don't have to agree that that uh, makes sense. Um, but um, like if I'm right, I wouldn't want to prove it to you because that's information that's relevant to the market. So it's better if uh, other people uh, need to, to think about the, the truth uh, on their own. Um, and so, um, and well, well, I, I mean, I would say that, that what I said about, uh, what I was imagining about what Craig was thinking, uh, applies to me, uh, because, uh, like, I think that most of the people in Bitcoin have been causing a lot of trouble for a long time. So, uh, so would, I would, I would want those people to be away, right? So I would want people to, um, uh, uh, not understand what's going on, uh, in BSV unless they were actually really good. So, uh, so my content on YouTube is also like this. It's it's like stuff that uh, that is uh, um, it it rejects people who are are not thinking openly enough. Um, and um, so I, I think that um, uh, it, it's important to be able to to talk about what what futures we foresee without being expecting uh, expected to uh be uh, totally convincing because fundamentally investment is about uh um uh different um different ideas about how to prepare for the future being put in in a contest in in the market and we don't know who uh we don't really know who was right until uh we wait long enough mm -hmm. yeah no no disagreement there i mean i don't you know yeah uh i mean game theory wise i guess i sh i should you know if i truly believed in monero and thought it was inevitable for monero to to take over i should be trying to drive the price of monero down yeah uh but there's also you know at the same same respect you also need adoption to take place so it's a little bit of uh uh you know chicken and egg problem there i mean sure i would love to to acquire as much of it as i can but for it to actually become a reality it requires uh adoption and people talking about it and spreading it so well, so what what we're doing in BSV now is making stuff that'll make it stupid for people not to use Bitcoin, because Bitcoin will just do stuff that solves problems that they already have. So um, uh, we're we are uh, treating uh, 
adopters of a Bitcoin as as if they are they are first customers of Bitcoin. So that's how we're going to get people in. Now, if you start using Bitcoin as your savings instead of fiat, then that that means that you're a Bitcoin adopter, in in my opinion. But what what we're building is services that um, uh, that will only work on Bitcoin. So if somebody wants to use them, that means somebody has to have some Bitcoins and use them to make the transactions. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin native apps. Yeah. All right. Well, th this was a this was a great conversation. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, I'm going to cut it off only because I think it's it's getting long for for the viewers. I could talk to you for for days. Uh, like I opened up the show, I do enjoy watching your content. I will continue to tune into you and listen to you. Um, I do find there being some some hypocrisies there between some of the things you say. I don't know. I don't think that's uh, that could just be my not fully understanding uh, what you're saying. That's that certainly could be the case. Uh, I will continue to to listen to you and try to uh, understand your you know your viewpoints, and I'm sure your viewpoints will evolve. Uh, I do hope that maybe you could look into Monero a little more closely. Um, I think it's a project worthy of of your your insight and, and study. Um, and yeah, I, once again, I appreciate you coming on, man. If uh, in the future, if you ever want to come on again, I uh, would love to have you. And I, I enjoy the conversation. Okay, well, thanks. Uh, yeah, and I enjoyed talking with you a lot too. And um, well, I'm I'm glad to uh, uh, to to um, uh, well, I'm I'm glad that you're you're so open to listening to um, to what I'm saying. And uh, uh, sure, we can uh, we can talk more about uh, hypocrisy uh, next time if you want me on the show again. Awesome, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. So long. Ciao.